I don't know what changed, Doc, intimated Gregory at his annual physical. He remembered age 20, 25, 26. He was a pretty high performance guy. He married his high school sweetheart, Sherry, and he remembers those moments of romance that used to go on and on so frequently during the week. Gregory shares a similar story to many men today. It is clear that most men in the 21st century are undergoing so many different things that affect their biology. Today, we're talking about the impact of testosterone on the man's ability to remain a man. And we're going to reveal the shocking things that are destroying men and their testosterone levels. Stick and stay. Welcome to the Adrian Young Podcast. This is the Adrian Young Podcast, where author of the book Millennial Man and host Adrian Young pulls back the curtain on standards for real men in the 21st century. Hey, 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 this is episode five of the Adrian Young Podcast, and I'm truly blessed and privileged to have your ear for a few minutes. It is truly an honor to know that you have spent the time uh, with me over these past few episodes, and you continue to listen in and to really be a part of what's happening regarding the movement and the area of men that so rightly concerns, as I always say in my world, if it concerns men, it is all about the woman. And so if you are a woman listening to this, please feel free to comment, to give us whatever feedback you feel is necessary. Because guess what? Everything happens with men. You are most directly affected. And so you are welcome to give us your take, to give us your opinion, to talk back to us regarding the areas of manhood. Today, we're dealing with the area of testosterone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when we talk about testosterone, we talk about the male hormone that drives us to be men. It is that edge that we have when it comes on to the human nature regarding manhood and what makes us uh, macho or strong or what makes us the uh, the alpha, as they would call it out there. So listen, we are dealing specifically with the areas that destroy testosterone. You would be surprised of the things that we are doing, that the things that are causing us to decline in our manhood. Literally, things are robbing us. And so today we're talking about the eight things robbing men of their testosterone and their manhood. Because listen, your testosterone levels are what define the, uh, the, the biological makeups that cause you to be a man. Everything in your body, in your physical structure, is driven by testosterone or not. And so the, the, the adverse effect of the lack of testosterone is the presence of estrogen. And we know from science, we know from biology, that estrogen is the predominant female hormone that gives women the uh, the crown of the queen, where their breasts, their genitalia, their form uh, is defined by virtue of the estrogen makeup. And so men and women do have both hormones, but in terms of the measure, it is more predominant for men to have testosterone and it is more predominant for women 
to have estrogen. And so there is a very big deal when the man's testosterone levels start to decline. And we in this community, we advocate for strong, real men who are fully aware of who they are, not having any confusion with who they were created to be. And so we want to bring light to the biological nature of men and the very things that affect us on a daily basis that cause us to know or that cause us to have faith in who we are as the male figure. And so we're going right into these areas that rob us of our manhood. But first, let's talk about what what, what the hormone testosterone is. We know that testosterone, as we said previously, is the dominant male hormone that defines a man and his specifics regarding his uh, his genitalia, the, the voice, the rolling voice, the, 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 the cardiovascular system, the muscularity of a man, the towering nature of a man is driven by his testosterone. And so that is the definition of manhood. We know that after about age 30, the testosterone levels begin to decline by about 1% per year in men. And this is naturally occurring in men every single year. And so by the age 35 and 40 and 60, we see that there are specific things that start taking root in men, such as the things we mentioned earlier, like being overweight, losing hair, losing muscle mass, being moody, really losing one's sex drive and losing the sperm potency or the sperm count reduces because of the lack of testosterone. So we realize that just by natural means, we lose our potent testosterone levels literally every single year by about 1%. And so once we recognize that, now we are in a better position to manage it because now it is not that, okay, we don't know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. And so with everything that we're going to discuss, it puts us in a better position to really modify our life in order to increase or to sustain our testosterone levels. And so number one, what... What's one of the first killers of testosterone? Let's do this. So stress increases cortisol development, which kills testosterone. So everybody knows what stress is. Stress is triggered by hard work, hard circumstances, situations that kind of force you to be under some amount of pressure. In men, there is a another hormone, which is the anti-testosterone hormone, which pushes back against testosterone when there is a induction of stress in the body. And we recognize that we live in a world, well, if you live in the same world I live in, it's filled with stress. If you got bills, if you got a business, if you got a job, if you got a family, if you got issues, there will be stress. If you got to deal with people, there is stress. And with all the stress that exists, there is an abundance of cortisol and it makes so much sense because listen, when you're about 15, 20, you know, as you're coming up in life, those earlier stages, the levels of stress 
are not as high or statistically they are not as high as though when you're up to about age 30. You know, you're probably in school, you're probably focusing on, you know, that area of your life where you're making dumb mistakes, you're having fun, you're partying, you probably are still sustained by your parents, you don't have to deal with the full-on responsibility of life, and you don't know a lot of things. When you grow older, you know more things, and the more you know is the more stress starts to be induced. Solomon said it like this, it is vanity and vexation of spirit. The more I know is the more stressed out I am. And so when you're just about that honeymoon period in your life, you know, you're still fresh out of the gate. You have that that level of anticipation for life. You know, you've set your life in your mind. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's going to be so great. And after this happens, this is going to automatically happen. And life is going to be so great. And, you know, life happens for real in the real in the real world. And we recognize how easy our dreams, our goals are threatened by life events, by financial stress, by health causes, by loss, by trauma, Oh my goodness, you know, we, you know, look look how many people in this past year because of a pandemic, look how many people's lives got up upended. People kids couldn't graduate the traditional way. Uh, just imagine the impact that that has on their future. I'm sure, you know, when they were just going into college or they were doing uh, what they were told to do in school, nobody saw that coming. And so it's so easy at the earlier stage in life to really have less stress, not necessarily a whole bunch, not, not, not to say that there isn't stress, the younger uh, one gets, as especially in this society, kids are being faced with much more and added pressures, but up the line, those pressures continue to double and triple up to about age 100. As far as I'm concerned, the more you grow on this earth is the more things that are there to stress you out. And so with these um, scenarios and these statistics and these facts coming out to see that at age 31 or age 30, you, you lose about a percent of your testosterone levels, uh, about 1% per year. It is pretty much on par with how we've lived life in our first, you know, first stage of development, which is about our 20s. So we're seeing here that that is a big, 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 big factor. To, to view because it really puts us in a place now where we recognize we can kind of tie in uh, why in the world am I no longer desiring uh, romance with my wife the way how I used to when I was younger? Why in the world is it so easy for me to gain weight? Why in the world is, uh, I, I, why am I sleeping so often, longer hours? Why do I get so tired easily? And why am I losing my hair? Why, why am I getting even gray hair? What in the world is going on? And now it makes sense because the testosterone levels that once drove me at a, at a much more higher performance level by nature, it is being degraded. It is being eroded just because of the stresses of life. So number two is lack of sleep. 
which also ties into number one. We know when we don't get enough sleep, our bodies go into overdrive. And again, that stress factor begins to take root and it begins to take form that causes our body to go into a defense mechanism, which causes cortisol levels again to increase. So we have been taught many years based on studies done. It is good to get a good night, eight hour REM or REM of sleep, uh, be in a dark room. Uh, make sure there are no sounds just to get complete, fulfilled, uh, restored and rejuvenated uh, uh, cells and tissues and, and, and organs. Your body repairs itself. We hear when we sleep. There's so many things going on when we sleep. And it really uh, makes sense. If we don't sleep enough, it will affect our testosterone levels. And number three, which was very shocking to me, is the presence of bisphenol A. It's a chemical that is found in polycarbonates, which is in plastics, such as plastic bottles, water bottles. There was a study that was done that showed that 90% of men who visited fertility clinics in their urine, there was bisphenol A present in their urine. What does that mean? It means that if you ever drink water out of a regular plastic water bottle or you eat food out of plastic containers, it is very likely that you have bisphenol A in your your system. This kills testosterone. Isn't that amazing how the regular things that we do on a daily basis directly affects us and nobody pays attention and then we wonder what's going on with my body? Why do I feel so different? Why am I declining so quickly? And we're told to drink water, drink water, drink water. But how we drink water has been affecting our testosterone levels. So that was very shocking to me. So I guess for those of us who recognize that this is the case, we, we want to monitor how we consume um, our water or our liquids. Number three was really shocking to me. I don't know about you, but that really struck me and it really hit a chord to recognize that you can be doing the right thing and be doing the wrong thing all at the same time. The number uh, number four is being overweight or obese. Uh, science and, 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 and studies show that the more overweight, specifically the more belly fat that exists in a man, there is a tendency for that belly fat in its in its static form to produce estrogen. Are you hearing this? Belly fat can produce estrogen or it can really supercharge or propel the growth of estrogen in a male. And that is why so many men who are overweight have the greatest complaints when it comes on to their sex drive and how constant they are in doing physical tasks and and bringing out responsibility, carrying out responsibilities um, that requires them to be on the move or on the go. Energy levels are declining faster um, with a man who is overweight. Not only is he having to carry his weight, but also there is a a self-inflicted uh, uh, supercharging process of estrogen that is being produced when a man 
has excess weight. This is so big because there's so many men right now who are overweight and they're facing so many different challenges, not only with the regular struggles with weight control, but that affects them in terms of their self-esteem. It affects them in terms of how they view themselves, especially if back in the day they were young and you know, ripped and slim and well-versed in their ability to do things. And now it it's almost like they can't anymore. That takes a whole lot away from a lot of men. I met a friend of mine some time ago who was once a police officer for many years, and he was pretty much an active guy. Obviously, when you get into the police force, you have to pass through the physical training. And for years, you know, those donuts and, and the coffee, it had a toll on him and he just started to swell up. He started to swell up so big that he later had knee issues. His feet could no longer hold him up. So a few years after he retired, he, you know, just doing his thing, he, he got so big. He was almost north of 350 pounds all the way up there. And he was a big guy, tall guy. He he told me what changed his way of life was one day he fell. He fell on the ground and he couldn't get up. It's almost like it was a a a, a helpless place that he could not believe that he got to. And since then, he started on a weight loss journey that has really helped him to regain and recapture his manhood. And we don't realize how easily and how slowly we are declining in our self-esteem when we start to gain a lot of weight because it happens so slow. And you think you're still the same person, but all of a sudden, that change causes so much to happen so fast. And it is sometimes when it is too late that many of us uh, really figure it out. And it is it is equally challenging for men who are overweight because it is harder to lose weight. When you start gaining weight, it is harder to lose weight. Fortunately, you know, for me, I have struggled to keep weight on, but I know people who struggle to keep weight off. And so depending on where you fall in that spectrum, weight management is going to be a big deal regarding maintaining testosterone levels. And this other one is very big because we all are probably guilty of this. And these are dietary factors. There are certain foods that we eat that are literally drying up our testosterone levels. And you'll be surprised of a few of these that I that I found. And some of these foods are also active ingredients in other food. So processed foods are usually made up with several different ingredients. Some processed foods require emulsifiers, which are made of testosterone killing agents to make them what they are like. Uh, for example, let's talk about the, these couple right here, a couple of these right here. So right now we, we've seen um, in studies where the biggest, most widely used testosterone killing substance, you ready for it? Soy. 
soy products, soy milk, soy bean. Oh my goodness, there have been studies upon studies upon studies done that soy destroys the male's testosterone levels. Soy is in everything from mayonnaise to kids' snacks to granola bars. You name it, soy is an active ingredient in so many products. Soy is even present in certain plant-based milks. You would be surprised to see how soy has made its way into almost every food group that is destroying the testosterone levels in men. And we wonder in the past 30 years what has led to such a high level of decline in maleness and masculinity. It is because of the foods we're eating, specifically soy. In my house, my son has become a soy police. When we go to the store, he checks everything. We have banned soy in our house as much as we can possibly ban it. You'd be surprised some of the things. Even you go to the the, the, the fast food restaurants and you check the, 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 the label of the sauce. You know, uh, I, 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 I couldn't believe it. Even the sauce has soy. Anything that looks milky or uh, creamy, you want to double check. Ice cream, you got mayonnaise, you got so many things that are filled with soy. And soy is so detrimental to a man's testosterone levels. Another so-called healthy food that's been promoted over the past few years is flaxseed. You know, we're told that flaxseed is a great, uh, you know, gluten-free additive to our diet. You know, you buy wheat breads and you see the the little dark flaxseed sprinkles all over it on the bagel and, and the bread. That stuff is killing testosterone. And these are just a handful I'm going to share today. There will be other uh, forms of information that we we will talk about um, how to increase testosterone with food. But for right now, we're talking about these things that are killing us and killing the testosterone levels. So so soy and flax seeds so far are are super bad. Um, And one other one which we grew up on, which is peppermint. Can you believe this? Peppermint, the good old peppermint you go pick some peppermint you boil it you drink it and it will calm you and you go to sleep and you'll be fine you know you woke up in the morning we grew up on our peppermint you know and and, and now you, you you see these studies that show how peppermint has really caused uh, testosterone levels to really decline in men and and not only peppermint but spearmint um, how many of us we eat, you know, the the, the chewing gum, the 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 the, brush, the, the breath freshener, uh, spearmint. The mint from the spearmint is not good for testosterone, and this is really something that surprised me because this is something we it's casual for us to just pop a a, a couple slides of of spearmint, you know, to freshen our breath, but it it is clear. This, this stuff is destroying the, the, the testosterone levels in men. And, um, and another couple of stuff that um, is an active ingredient in a lot of different products are vegetable oils, canola oil. 
And the same soybean oil. We got to watch these oils. We got to watch these oils. We got to start reading the labels, looking for soil, looking for flaxseed. You know, these things are always showing up in other products. So even though you're not directly having those products directly, they are byproducts. They're active ingredients and they are a part of many different food groups. So dietary factors such as not eating correctly are affecting the man's testosterone levels. Another one, number six, is a low-fat diet. Uh, So now being too bullish on food, too big on all the burgers and all of that stuff, it's not good because it causes overweight. The weight starts um, creating a haven for test uh, for estrogen to grow. Now let's talk about the area of not enough fat in the diet, where we're super small and we're not introducing any 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 type of fat in our body to create the generation of testosterone, particularly um, uh, fats that are, when we don't have fats in our body, in our diet, uh, usually there's a lack of zinc or a lack of vitamin E and vitamin C, which usually uh, is much more uh, functional in our bodies when we have a little bit of uh, some amount of fat, because we all have a body mass and, and we can have a body mass that is healthy and we can have a body mass that is unhealthy. Some people are anorexic because they have, they, they have taken the route of not eating or people have, who have gone full vegetarian. That also has an impact on how they, th- their testosterone levels are. And most people, funnily enough, people who are vegetarians usually turn to soy as a source of protein. So there's such a catch-22 there. And statistics also, when we're back to the soy thing, because it's such a big deal, statistics also show that even women who consume a lot of soy, it disrupts their estrogen flow, and it's increasing the rate of cancer, breast cancer in women. So you got to watch, you got to watch how we eat. So low-fat diets as well are also not good for men who are trying to increase your testosterone levels naturally. The, the, the big one now is alcohol consumption. Alcohol consumption kills testosterone. You, and and we, we go back to the beer belly as we know it. That stuff, over time, it's literally taking our manhood away. Not only is it making us impaired or, or drunk or, you know, not coherent but it is also taking away our testosterone levels so for those of us who drink i personally don't drink uh we got to monitor how we deal with the consumption of our liquors and consumption of liquors i personally don't encourage people to drink for many reasons but for those of us who do drink do you have to cut back your manhood is being robbed just because of how you have indulged in liquor or strong drink? That's no bueno. And number eight is asexual uh, lifestyles. 
So what is asexual lifestyle? An asexual lifestyle is one where someone is a virgin, they don't have sex, or someone is, you know, just not very sexual. Or maybe someone may have a physical defect that doesn't allow them to have sex or sexual activity or sexual encounters. That also declines the testosterone levels because what makes you a man primarily is the element of procreation and it also generates or builds testosterone the more we engage in sexual activity. So for those who do not engage in sexual activity, testosterone levels are usually on the decline. So those are our eight reasons and eight facts that are killing our testosterone. So we started off with first stress-inducing cortisol levels. And we also know that number two is related to number one because that deals with the lack of sleep. Number three is the plastic bottles that we drink water out of has uh, uh, bisphenol A, which is a chemical that is found in 90% of men who go to fertility clinics. It's found in their urine and it's usually a big part of what is proven to reduce testosterone in men. Uh, being overweight or obese destroys our testosterone. Dietary factors, which is what we eat, soy products, flaxseed, peppermint, spearmint, vegetable oils, canola oil, all that stuff, no good for a man's testosterone levels. Low-fat diet, also no good. A low-fat diet as low in zinc, vitamin E, vitamin C, just to name a few, is bad for your testosterone. Number seven, Alcohol consumption, bad, 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 many different levels, kills testosterone. And number eight, asexuality, meaning someone who does not have sex, it will result in a lower count of testosterone in their body. Listen, these are serious factors, and I only skimmed the surface. Obviously, in our course material, we go deeper and we come up with greater and powerful solutions that can boost testosterone levels in men in a significant way naturally. But for right now, this is what we're putting out just to raise the awareness that we have to really monitor how we're living our lives in the 21st century. We want to be men. We want to be macho. We want to be ready. We want to be the alpha male. But many of us are not there in body. We are there in mind, but we're not there in body because we don't feel like it. We are showing up physically, but we are not there mentally, conversely. So some of us are there mentally. Oh, man, because I'm a man, I'm going to do this. I'm here. I'm going to perform. And some of us are here in body because, you know, we, we, we have been here. And we have been always identifying as a man. And for some reason, we think it's always going to be that way. But we are not realizing that just drinking water out of a plastic bottle can be robbing us of our manhood. And how many thousands of bottles of water have we drunk? And how much could have we affected our testosterone levels on a daily basis? 
These are the things that we must be educated on. And that's why the man uh, that listens to this and even the woman who has their sons, their husbands and their brothers and their cousins and their friends and their fiancés who listen to the podcast, it's going to give them greater insight because we want to bring greater value for our listeners so that they can know that every single time they tune in, they're going to get great value. Listen, this is the Adrian Young Podcast. I'm here to make sure that our men start to operate as real men, that, 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 to make sure they are sustained in their dominance in their physical being, their spiritual being, and their mental being. Many men will not get to the place of full purpose because they themselves are in a place of disrepair. They have been broken. They don't know how to get out of where they are. Some men are depressed or obese or dealing with anxiety issues, particularly because of their physiological breakdowns. They don't know why they're where they are in their life, why they feel the way they feel. They feel depressed. They feel weak. And society has not helped. Society is just putting the knife in and turning it uh, uh, on top of everything that's going on inside of our men. And so we have to be fully aware of the foods we're eating, what we're consuming, how we're living our life so that we can reclaim our manhood. Again, this is the Adrian Young Podcast with yours truly, Adrian Young. Stick and stay with me for the next episode, which will be continuing on factors that are dealing with men in the 21st century. Thank you for listening. Continue to subscribe. Continue to rate the show. Share this with a brother. Share this with someone's wife. Share this with a mother who is concerned about her son because this may save their life. Hey, God bless you. And I'll see you again next time on the Adrian Young Podcast. Bye-bye. Hey there, family. Just before you go, please let me just extend my greatest gratitude to you for being a part of this movement. I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and being a part of what's going on regarding this men issue, these men areas that we talk about all the time. In my neck of the woods, we say if it's about men, it's all about women. And so for those of you women, mothers, sisters, wives who are listening, you are so welcome to listen and continue to give your feedback and give your inputs regarding what you are hearing and what you have questions about. Hey, again, for those of us who have already started to comment and given our, our, our perspectives in the comments and also rating the show in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, please let me just say thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of it in that particular form because what it does, it gives other people perspective as to what we're talking about and the effect that it has. Also, let me say, for those of us who have already ordered the Millennial Man book, I know it's been a long time coming, but trust me, it is coming. We are working hand in hand with our publishers so that this happens sooner than later. And for those of us who have not yet pre-ordered your very own autographed copy of the Millennial Man book, please take this invitation to go on my website right now at adriandyoung.com and order your very own copy. Hey, 
I'm so grateful that this is happening in this time and in this season when men are needed to rise to the next level, to rise to the occasion of the 21st century challenges that we're faced with. It is my prayer that as we continue to grow together, we will see a new breed of men rise up to take on the challenges of the future like never before. Thank you. Bye-bye.